Jam's face. Here we are. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Check, 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 check. We back. It's the Jam Space Man, and we're here to continue the fresh beats that we came to bring you. Freestyle rap over some fly beats, all snap like some flies on some old meat. Keeping crasp, keeping grasp, little fly shaking those little fly ass. Make it groove, baby, and make it shake all day long like you eating shake it, babe. Yo, welcome to the motherfucking podcast. Yo, I like rap, rap so cool, and I rap so fast, but then I slow it down. Like my name was Scott, because it actually is, and you know that I got those rhymes. In the jam space, you know we are in the stars, interstellar space. And we going so far, don't need a car Where we're going, we don't need roads Just the motherfucking jam speed and we explode A tiny ant J9 Ones and twos Mixing and pushing up. those buttons for all of you yeah. Swipping them dials Swipping them levers Aw oh, snap, J9 Kicking something clever Yes, hi, hello We're here to say some shit Cause the podcast Ooh, yes, it hella fucking hits Yes, it hits you right Like every Monday night Or every Monday morning I don't give a shit, alright Yes, just listen to us Cause we'll just spit some nonsense And we're like Have we talked about space yet? Have we talked about this or that yet? Matter of fact, this just popped in my head. Bet, cause I'll just say it and spray it, cause I don't give a fuck. Yes, we're here to say some shit, and we're here to spread some yup knowledge. The vibraphone is a beautiful instrument. Jam Space. Welcome to Jam Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Colton Dunn. My name is Scott Rogers. I am Janine Michelle Hogan. Whoa. Oh, Michelle? Whoa. Wait, where are that man. coming what? from? I don't know. I just was like, ooh, hi, ooh. You gonna hit him with that Michelle? Yeah, I'll hit him with it. Ooh. I'll hit him with the Michelle. Right, That's well, my got... sister's middle name as well. Oh, fine. Wendy Michelle. Wendy mm-hmm. Michelle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so, what's the what's the significance of Michelle? I have so, no idea. Uh, oh. My father's name is Michael. So okay. I assume that might have something to do with it. My brother's name is Michael. Oh, okay. So, so they were Irish trying to get a little Michael Michaels. in there. I assume that's it. I don't okay. know. Mm-hmm. I don't, was never told. Alex Burke is here. He tickles ask. blacks and whites, and he does it so nice. Can we hear a little tickling? Would you like elegant tickling? Just tickle. Just, tickle. just tickle it, bro. Trust yourself. There it is. Great. That's, uh, like, that's, that's a fun like little some, tickle. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's I like, like Looney Tunes tickling right yeah. there. And behind the lens, you know him as one of our main friends, Hollywood <laughs> Nick. Hollywood Nick. Hollywood Nick. What's up, Hollywood? There he is. Uh, and, of course, uh, behind the glass, looking in on us like little... Fishy is our master. Moneymaker Mac. Moneymaker Mac. In the place to be. Moneymaker Mac. Taking care of kitties all day. Yeah. And I think one of your friends is here, Janine. Oh, man, this is a good friend. This is one of my best freaking friends. Oh, word? This is one of my closest little baby boy friends. News to them, Baby boy. Good guy. Good guy. Big guy. 
Big Heart. Hey, you love him. You know him. Phil Korea. Phil Korea, what's oh, up? Well, hi, guys. Thanks. Yeah, my heart is too big. Oh, that's <laughs> not a good thing. A medical problem. Yes. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> that's actually donate. bad news. <laughs> Somebody donate a smaller heart. <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh, maybe you could do a heart swap with someone. Heart swap. Heart swap. It's like white swap. It'd be great. Yeah, it's like white swap, but with less jizz. Yeah, Phil's one of my good buds. Jesus Christ. No, no, no. Phil's heart is big, but it is completely full of jizz. It's ready. We're starting off on a high note here. Five minutes in. Cut me open, I'm like a Twinkie. You know what I mean? Oh, brother. That is rough. My mom listens to every episode. I don't know why you guys are talking about stuff. Uh, well, how you guys? How's everybody doing? How you doing, Phil? Oh, I'm doing great, man. Yeah. Um, the, the you know what we had like what? The, these these L A fires. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did yeah. have some fires going down, and it, the, the air is clear. I have no more problems. Sorry, this is a terrible thing to say. I, no, it's... the the smoke was like giving me a headache. Yeah, yes. me too. And yeah. it's uh, very dangerous. So many people's houses burned down, but I was having a minor headache, and the the air is clear now. So congratulations, Phil! That's better. Thank you. That's better. Right? So the people who are having to rebuild, we sure, sure, send sure, them sure, all sure, the love sure. and everything. And again, I'm, you know, I'm sorry about starting feel... those fires. Yeah, that was not cool, dude. That was not cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, you remember I told but you I was freestyling up on the, the freeway up yeah, there. He he the windows were down, and I was, you know, I spit fire. And when I'm freestyling, you're supposed to keep the windows up. And wouldn't you know it, I got it right into some brush in it. All end up. Yeah. We kid, we kid, but really these fires are very dangerous. And mm-hmm. you know, don't you know if you do feel like you're getting a headache or anything like that when you're smelling that smoke, go ahead and get yourself a mask. That means you're definitely having an adverse effect. A lot of chemicals in that smoke. It's uh, mm-hmm. people's insulation, all sorts of stuff. That's yeah, like, exactly. The plastics and insulation from the homes I hear are the dangerous particles. Yes. So, yes, uh, that's what we're saying. Uh, be safe. Wear a mask uh, come out if you're anywhere close to a large urban fire. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, any yeah, fire, any fire, any fire. Any fire. Any fire. Yeah, there's the, the carcinogens in there are pretty, pretty, pretty badass. I'm really yeah. glad when you guys asked me what's up that the first thing I said was a terrible downer. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. But the air is a little cleaner now, and yeah. uh, you know that's always nice um, when the air clears out and there's uh, you know and it's a beautiful day in beautiful Burbank, California. Oh yeah. Oh, beautiful Burbank. We went to Ribs USA. Uh, some of us from the team. Which is a restaurant around here. Uh, you know what they serve? Ribs and stuff and barbecue. Oh, uh, okay. But, uh, boy, it was. Uh, there's places in Burbank, restaurants and establishments and stores that I think couldn't exist even just on the other side of the, the hill there. You yeah. know, there's something about the valley. There's these interesting, quiet, little sleepy places where it's like, what's going on? There's a whole rib place here? Like, I think Ribs USA. Another one I want to shout out. Listen, it's kind of busy, but the best chicken and waffles in L.A., I will say it and stand by it strong. Edgar Montplazier, a past guest, will be very mad at me. But Hungry Fox in North Hollywood, oh, they're known for their chicken and waffles. So good. It's like wow. family-owned. You guys know I love a good family-owned mom and pop. You're all about family You're all stuff. about those things. love families and families that own stuff. And uh, I'd like to single-handedly <laughs> keep them alive and afloat and in business. So please go to Hungry Fox if you're in the L.A. area. Have you been there, Colton? I've never been to Hungry Fox. Never had their chicken and waffles. So I'm going to have so to good. make a trip there. It's really good. Maybe after next episode. Maybe. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. That could be friend. Oh boy. <laughs> uh where do you like to eat in the city? What's your big what's your go to? Oh, uh okay. There's a place in North Hollywood, uh salsa and beer. 
Yes. Oh. Yes. Alex knows. That was a knee-jerk reaction. That <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's good yes. stuff. Yeah. You get so much food for, like, less than $10. It's always, like, two meals worth of food. What? They give you giant-ass margaritas. Uh, and What kind of food is giant it? Giant-ass margaritas. Giant-ass margaritas. What's an ass margarita? <laughs> it's pretty brown, but it's pretty good. Ah! It's a dirty margarita. I'll walk uh, right into that one. Yeah, you asked him to go there. I asked him. Uh, it's Mexican food. Uh, oh, okay. So just, well. like... Burritos, salsa, 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 and salsa. Good. That's salsa. Good. Yeah, no, it's a very simple name, but it's like a two-hour wait to get in if you go like yeah. anytime Whoa, past five really? p.m. Uh, that good. I'm out. Yeah, salsa and beer. Yeah. Only restaurant in LA I've stood in line to go to. Really? Yeah. Damn. I think the only one that's worth it. Shots fired. Yeah. No, I'm not a line stander. I'll no, tell you. When it comes to food, it's like you could tell me it's the best food ever. And the second you say it, you have to stand in line for two hours, I'm like, hell no. Food doesn't get that good for me. Like, yeah. there's no such. I do not ever get enough satisfaction out of any one meal. It could be the most exquisite thing I've ever had in my whole life. It still doesn't outweigh that standing there. I don't 99% like it. of the That's time, me personally. when I'm eating, I just think, man, I wish I could be full. <laughs> like that, it's just another, it's just another job. It's like taxing to me to eat. Just yeah. get it done. I just don't Especially get like lunch. the joy out of it. I'm just like, Ugh, you're just over it. I'm First word problems. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be 
shovel Don't care about where it comes from, you fool I just want to eat and then sleep To the fabulous 50s. <laughs> Simpler time. The yeah, 50s on 5 Sirius Satellite Radio. <laughs> Alex, you know what time it is? Oh, um, boy. Uh-oh. It, is it music time? Yeah, give me something real nice and soft. Like a soft rock. We've brought him up on the show in certain ways, but I've been working on a project that's centered in the early 80s, and so I've been really immersing myself in the kind of soft rock. Your your Michael McDonald's, your Kenny Loggins, Ambrosia, later Hollow Notes, the list goes on and on. Some people, you know, certain aspects of these songs, yacht rock. Sure. Okay. Everyone's familiar with whatever that generally means, right? Yeah. Listen to a lot of Yacht Rock playlists, and people do have different ideas about what's, you know, some people think it's more 70s, or there's a little more Doobie Brothers on their playlist, and some people are a little later 80s, you know. But um, there's one who stands out from the rest. Ooh. And I want to talk about him because he's an interesting character in the evolution of music and how it pertains to and is affected by technology. Oh, really? Yes. And so I'm talking about Christopher Cross. Hey. One of our faves. Yeah. He sings a song, Sailing. Sailing. And he sings Arthur's theme, the best that you can do from the movie Arthur. Ride Like the Wind. His first album, basically... Christopher Cross, in certain, you know, in certain respects, musical history-wise, is known as, you know, someone who epitomizes essentially the curse of MTV or the MTV generation, where someone huh. whose first album came out in 1981, it was a smash hit, it won Grammys, yeah, Flamingo, and um, good album, right, and then from there, and this is a, this is Wikipedia and maybe a touch harsh, um, but <laughs> says, after 1984, Cross's star quickly dimmed as oh. music television station MTV grew to dominate the mainstream music scene in the United States. Cross's style of music proved to be a bad fit for the network, and his brand of adult contemporary music declined in popularity. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and so... Again, I've been looking up a lot of this music and stuff recently, so I'm looking up a lot of live performances by Christopher Cross and Paul Davis, these, you know, these uh, soft rock titans. And Min- uh, Christopher Cross, there's, he's playing Ride Like the Wind on a show called Midnight Special, which was yeah. like live performances of bands in the 70s and 80s. And uh, he's wearing a Houston Oilers jersey, and he's a real kind of tall guy, um, not... Kind of heavy set, but you know, just a little, you know, not the most skinny or ripped dude ever, but a real normal looking guy. And all the guys, and you know, they just were not an exciting visual landscape per se. Yeah, everyone stands very still. You know, no one's really there's no not much pizzazz or show. And the songs are so gentle <laughs> that it's just kind of like, okay, this is great, and people loved it. And I'm so fascinated with that kind of music, but 
Yeah, he the whole MTV curse. He he is sometimes known as a certain poster boy for that. Of yeah. okay, there's a new you know medium in town, and so your Duran Durans or other exciting or more camera visually, yeah, um, yeah, video so, killed. So Christopher Cross, stuff. exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so Christopher Cross, man. Yeah, uh, so yeah. And, you know, I sailing uh, for me always reminds me of when I was in Sydney, Australia. The song, the song. Yeah, and uh, I took a ferry um, out of Sydney that went to like some, I'll say like Manly Beach or some some other, some other area over there. And uh, as the ferry was leaving, I was listening to headphones, and sailing came on. Mm. Like as the ferry's taking off, and all the birds like fly along the side of the ferry. And it was, you know, the skyline of Sydney. So that's what that song always means to me. It's yeah. a magical moment. Yeah. Well, because all those songs, I I think I'm fascinated with them because it's, I was born in 1980, so it's like deep in my psyche, I think, on some level. And also I just, I, I really appreciate things that are totally serious and corny at the same time and funny to an extent that people, do, they don't really realize. And I just feel that that time period is above any other really i look at that time period and just like man they're so like they're going for it they're and so earnest is, about it yeah and yeah. it just seems like such a funny soft rock i just find to be pretty funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> well yeah you know because it's like it's it's rock but then it's soft <laughs> It's like I, I like all the instruments and the you know all that stuff, but it's just I don't want it to be like too rocking. Yeah. Yeah. Can you just turn it down it. and not yeah. on a volume scale, but just Can in you every just, scale? Just play it kind of gentle. Yeah, you just play it a little it. gently. Yeah, play it soft. It's like there's di- there was disco in the seventies, late seventies, and you get punk going, and you know, leaning towards harder rock, and, and everybody was like, uh, let's. And then see, yeah, like, the mainstream, all bit. the Reaganites were sort of like. Need something that's well. I like Kenny Loggins. Whatever he's doing, well, I like, like that. <laughs> punk and disco. They started to grow up, and they were they were still on the hangover from disco and punk and all that stuff. It's like just, we just need something that's not gonna fucking yeah. you know. Yeah, just <laughs> a song about being on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> that would just be cool. how magical it, the 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 sail flaps in the wind and it's magical. It's I just magical. want something to score a sunset. But not a. It's not too bright. I, yeah, not a bright <laughs> sunset. No. Good sunset. <laughs> Little sunset. Every night I'm like, yes, that music is tight, but can you turn it down all right? Yes, it's way too loud in this fucking house. I don't want to hear any fucking loud ass crowds. Just whisper, whisper, rap. Remember the Ying Yang twins? Yes, they whispered in. I was like, okay, I'm in. Yes, it's quiet. It's nice. It's just delicate enough. Um, please, gosh darn it. Yes, the yelling is way too rough. Too rough. rough. We need it easy. Easy peasy. 
Keep it sleazy. Keep it smooth. Shoulder pads. On a boat. With my dad. Shorts. Hawaiian shirts. Flip flops. Girls in skirts. Sitting out. The sun is going down and I need a fresh tune to let me get around. George Benson and Billy Ocean and Michael McDonald. You know, emotion to my friend. Like, come on over here. I got a bunch of cocaine chopped up on this mirror. Let's do it, let's do it, and then listen to some soft rock. Listen to some hollow notes. I never hip hop. Cause my shorts, man, this short as fuck. And you know I got a mustache with that coke in it. What the fuck? Yo, I grew up with rap. That's true, son, but I'd like it all to be at the level of Hamilton, you see? I'm a homeowner now. I'm retired from the game. I don't want you coming in here spitting these hot flames, so slow it down. Talk about history. Talk about your feelings. Maybe some Christian ministry. I don't know. I just want to listen in my chair. Petting my cat. Yes, I got all this pussy hair. Uh, all this pussy hair. He's got all of it. On his way out. Yamo B. Omo B. Me. And I got a hair from pussy. I got that cat hair. I got that mad flair. Like I work at TGI Fridays, yo, I don't care. I got mohair, a mohair suit. Just playing around, you know. I don't zoot, but I get zooted. I booted. I think, cause I'm so cool. I think I rule, but is that true? I don't really care, dude. And now let's take a trip into space. Satellites, moons, little space rocks, lasers, crazy-ass popcorn machines. These are things you might find in space. Space, it's what's up. All right, so today in the space portion of the Jam Space Podcast, we're going to talk about something interesting called the Andromeda Milky Way Collision. Hmm. Are you guys familiar with that? It sounds somewhat familiar to me. No. It does? I love like it name. happened to you? It, is it uh, going to be our inevitable doom? Is that Because it seems uh, like those two shouldn't collide. You'd think, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, as it turns out, they are going to collide. In fact, the Andromeda Galaxy, which is a galaxy you can see 
right? You know, if you go out and look through a telescope, uh, at some point is going to collide with us in the Milky Way galaxy. The Andromeda galaxy's a little bigger. Uh, but this isn't going to occur for about 4.5 billion years. Huh. Um, okay. So we got some time. Uh, but it is interesting. Uh, all sorts of cool things are supposed to happen uh, when the two uh, galaxies uh, collide with each other. Uh, but as far as us or you know what's left of us, our oh. solar system, uh, there's a number of theories of what could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what some people think is the solar system will be sort of jettisoned from further from the uh, the center of our galaxy and possibly just drift off into space. Oh. Um, but that wouldn't really have too much effect on the system itself. The, the sun would stay where, you know, relative to where the other planets are, would probably all stay intact. However, the Earth um, in 4.5 billion years will not be habitable. Aw, so that's most sad. Most likely there won't be any people here to see that. I was going to yeah. say, I, I, I was going to make it my goal to see if I could make it till then. Is that 4.5 billion years? You were going to try to make it your goal to do that? Yeah. And yeah. then okay. if I if I don't make it, that's fine. Take but your supplements. You might get there. Shoot for the stars, it's you know? It's possible. <laughs> so yeah, I guess will the possible. Earth no longer yeah. be there because that's where the sun gets bigger and, you know, expands or just because of this whole galaxy thing happening or climate change or what? Yeah. Um, All of the above. Got it. <laughs> it's just going to happen, man. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, bro. There, there is Accept a, it. There's a lot of fucked up shit in space that could kill us at any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a thing that I love to bring up at parties called a gamma ray blast, I believe. Okay. And it's when a neutron Ooh. star explodes in a certain way. Yeah. It doesn't go out. It just goes in one direction for really far. So that's just like wiped out planets before. Wow. And it could happen if a star decides to explode at us. Cool. At any moment. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So enjoy your life is what I'm saying. Just enjoy every moment, savor it. Yeah, there's just got to be something so tied into the idea of outer space for everyone because I feel like without prompting or all of us, we can't help but, and it was not intentional per se, but hit on that idea of, yeah, man, you start thinking about space, you go, oh, life's short. Yeah. We don't got a lot. <laughs> We're floating around here. So you, you kind of go, oh, well, I guess I should enjoy my life while I'm alive. Yeah. That's a, I guess that is a, like one of the coolest things about space. Looking up at the stars in general, you're like, oh shit, we're tiny. Yeah, we oh, are we're so little. Yeah, mm-hmm. I one of my favorite things is like getting out somewhere dark enough where you can kind of see the colors of the Milky Way. Because mm. it, like, I don't know, it's it's like a therapeutic thing for me where I'm like, oh god, yeah, there's like, it's not just darkness, nothingness out there. There's like a whole range of shit going on. All sorts of crazy shits going on the, out there. Yeah. All of my problems are like, oh oh yeah, no, it's like that's nothing. They compared scale to, down compared to what those that's going through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the problems of the rest of the Milky Way. There's probably like an alien up there going through three divorces at a time because <laughs> that's how they yeah. that's their how society they do it. set up. That's yeah. just how they do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. That's rough. That yeah. is how aliens get married. Mm-hmm. Three, three at three a time. time. Three by three. Yeah. And it's like the highs are high for them, but the lows are low. It comes yeah. crashing down hard. Yeah. And it really puts your two divorces that you're going through right now into perspective. Yeah. It really yeah. says, you know what? Like, I only have two. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Just two. I thought being on the sequel to Sister Wives would be dope. Right. Uh, but no. Turns no, out, it's just come back to bite so me. Not so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. What do you guys think about polygamy? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not big on it. Why not? Um, I mean, I guess because it seems, uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess, up. you know, if it was like one of those things where... 
everybody, if it was like an equal kind of thing, like mm-hmm. women had multiple husbands and, you know, or whatever people want to, if so people want to do that, that's fine. But there seems to be so much like, I don't know, it seems to be kind of sexist to me. Yeah. yeah I, I was watching a documentary about the reformed Latter-day Saints. Um, I live more in Southern Utah. That's where the big, they have a huge polygamist yeah, yeah. community and culture there. And uh, <clears throat> it's it's really messed up. Because it's really it, messed up. Yeah, because it's really older men. And really, like, the son of the head guy was abusing all these children. Oh, and, you geez. know, it's super fucked up. Yeah. And they're, like, controlling everybody. And they, they're they tied off from, you know, cut off from the outside world. And yeah. It's super fucked up. And, yeah, in that sense, the polygamy is just a means of, oh, all the men, the old men are going to go, we we get to just wife and all of you. And you have to have our babies. And yeah. Yeah. God's talking to us or the, the prophet or whatever. But. What are your thoughts, J9, on polygamy? Polygamy uh, seems, yeah, like there's a lot of like historical traditional ties that are, I think, pretty shitty. Where in, in that way where there's like, okay, it's very clearly was built so that men could just fuck with a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Like just have whatever they want. And that's a little bit like, eh, you know. Uh, but I think like polyamory, the idea of that seems mm-hmm. seems interesting for people that it works for. I think it's like if that works for you, fuck yeah, dude, do do that. I don't think that works for me. <laughs> I like the idea of it is like, oh yeah, that's like you know you never feel like held back or you just have like that freedom to do anything. And then it's like, yeah, but I don't want to do any of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always think they say like, oh, it's free. But there's going to be that one time when your main person is with someone else and you're by yourself and you're like, man, this sucks. Fuck, I wish I was fucking, but yeah. no. <laughs> I wish I was fucking right now. Mm. Fucking, man. This is my one drive. Uh, <laughs> I, so I used to actually be Mormon and I was like mainstream Mormon. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, Amazing. Yeah. I So I, I fell in with a bad crowd of theater kids in high school mm-hmm. and joined the church. Heard uh, of this. You know, it, it was wow. it was a girl. I, I joined an evangelical Christian church. Did, Wait, what? And then. When You've I was younger, this? I've never heard of people getting into theater and that leading them to a, like a religious. Uh, not necessi- that's not necessarily the pipeline. Yeah, but uh, it happens. I, I mean, guess. theater and choir, a cocktail of the two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of religious kids in choir. No, but uh, that even now they try to like wash over the polygamy thing. Like, mm-hmm. like oh no no no, that's just like when you die and go to heaven. Then you'll be a polygamist. Like, wait, when you you joined, <laughs> yeah. you became a Mormon. Yeah, uh, but not raised as a Mormon. No, I wasn't raised. When did you you get like baptized and went into yeah, yeah I think the was... ironic priesthood? Do you have, where you did you do the whole thing? Oh, I did the whole thing. Mission? I went on a mission oh. to the Philippines. But, oh, and then I left early because I was like, this is bullshit. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. yeah, you During left the Philippines. Mission? Yeah, because it's two years, right? Yeah, I was there about six months, and I was like, we're like we were having these massive baptisms, uh-huh. and we were just sort of like showing up uh, i'm gonna get like so many mormon enemies from this but we were showing up and just like destroying i, I don't know i felt like we were destroying their culture and like just bringing american like yeah. white christian culture to their whole like way of life and it was just this ironically come to jesus moment where i was like oh this is all bullshit okay i gotta get out but of here the philippines i mean they know about Christianity in the Philippines, don't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it so, was just a specific type of Christianity that you were bringing them? It was, yeah. Because there's uh, with the Mormon church, there's like a thing about tithing where you have to give 10% of your income uh, in order to maintain like your ability to get into the best heaven when you die. 
There are uh, multiple heavens. Yes, there are three heavens, uh, and oh the elite VIP club heaven is what you get into if you've like had a great and marriage. That's when you have like a planet and like all these celestial spirit babies and stuff, right? Yeah, and yeah. that's where the polygamy comes in. I think you like yeah. have to make a lot of spirit babies with your many wives. This sounds like an RPG game. It does, and I think oh. that's what pulled me into it. I was like, oh, cool, I can level up. Dope. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are you familiar with the last podcast on the left? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, Wonderful no. podcast. They have a series that's like four or five episodes long about Mormonism. Yeah. Mm. Just they do a ton of research, and uh, I learned a lot but i i was very involved in uh, next to the mormon church i was like christian but uh i dated a girl who was mormon she was the youngest of eight and it was just a huge influence in and around my high school and in orange county there were mormon dances Mm -hmm. and you would go to those i have to actually break in i grew up in orange county not far from scott and i went to a public high school but it, my school is so Mormon, they would have all of our school dances at the Mormon church. Woodbridge, right? Woodbridge. And we would actually have to like do the Mormon prayers. And as a Jew, I'm like, what? Also, they referred to me as a Gentile. I was like, excuse me, that's our word for non-Jews. And they were like, no, we've existed before the beginning of time. And that's when I'm like, I'm out of here. The, yeah. Wait, they... Wait, they're like the Mormons have been around since, since before, before the Jews? Began. So since before like, time began? Yeah, that's what they told me. Uh, I was like... How? How? Know, it's it's a fun workaround that they try to. Okay, sorry for interrupting. So no, wait, no, no, no. I thought the Mormons started in uh, the United States, yeah, like 1962, I think, or something. Yeah, Joseph Smith started. <laughs> oh, it was yeah, older than 60, that, no, wasn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. it was like he was like a pioneer, yeah, was like, wasn't it? Yeah, during like the Western expansion something. type yeah. of stuff. Uh, but but apparently it's older than that. Apparently it's old. so the idea is like there was this thing. God, I'm I'm your I'm your friendly uh, Mormon expert, guys. By the way, this is this great. okay? Do yeah, you, no, it's yeah. totally cool. Uh, I love talking about this stuff. Yeah, it's I that, I think religion and stuff like that is so super interesting to me. That's why I got so deeply involved in it. It's like this is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so this thing called the pre-existence, where like everyone's souls existed before time, because their idea is like you know energy can't be created or destroyed. Your soul is energy, type of thing. Okay. Um, at least that was the way that I like internalized mm-hmm. it. And then at that time. Uh, like God was deciding, how do I make everyone else like me, like God with a physical body, which is this weird thing. So uh, Satan had a plan. Like he was in the group of all of us and was like, yo, 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 what if everyone just goes to earth, gets a body and then comes back? And God said, fuck you, get out. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus said, what if we make it really nebulous and then I go down and die and then a bunch of them don't hear about it and then we'll see who makes it back up here. And God was like, that's my boy. And that was like the inception of earth. I don't okay, understand. and this is this is from the if you would talk to the Mormons about like what how it worked. Yes, yeah, yeah, they don't lead this with is, this. They don't the lead. Way. This is like the is upper buried. level Scientology stuff where they're like, yeah, well, just don't talk about. So Jesus and and the devil are hanging out with God at the beginning. They're brothers yeah. essentially. Yeah, they're like spirit children of God. So that's why they're all brothers. Satan We're all brothers is the sisters. like rebellious son. Who... Satan is is God's son. Yeah, uh-huh. and so is, yeah, oh. yeah. He's him and Jesus are brothers. He. Kind of went over to the dark side, and mm-hmm. he's the one in charge of the demons and such. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that's that was also a part of their lore, uh, and then but they have a prophet, so they can get active uh, revelation, which they can change certain doctrines that exactly. don't make sense anymore. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyone who was like not white, anyone who's not white, if their skin was not white, they uh, were seen as. It was basically in the fight back in the day, in the pre-existence, I think, it was either, are you for Jesus? You became essentially like a Mormon, a mm-hmm. white person. If you were against him, you became a, a demon or was a demon spirit. And then if you were neutral, 
your skin was given a darker pigment. Oh, cool. To signify your neutrality. That explains us halfsies. And then they slowly re- reworked that in yeah. the 70s to where it was like, because it essentially meant if you're not white, you can't reach the highest level. Mm-hmm. And so. That cuts a, cuts out a big chance. Yeah, that doesn't help you. Yeah, you, yeah, you can't. Why would Once you buy civil in? rights shifted. Why would you give 10% so did the Mormon, church, Mormon church? I remember I was at the missionary training center in Utah and I saw the plaque that was like, this is the day that we decided that um, uh, black brothers in, or black brothers in the church because uh, women still can't have the priesthood. But it was, uh, I think it was like 1972 or something mm. when black men were allowed to be priests within the church, which is like what every guy is in the church. Um, and I was like, that didn't Martin Luther King die a few years before that? Yeah. You got, what the fuck, guys? Like, you couldn't, and you so can't be this late. And so did you have a, you kind of found your way away from it? I did, yeah. Um, how, how long were you in it, and when did you kind of? I think around away? around three years. You're about three years yeah. younger. Well, you were younger. I was, yeah. I was. Were uh, you with this girl the whole three years? I was with this girl for like the first two years. Did you guys ever smash? We did not. Damn. You know? And it's one of my biggest regrets, honestly. Damn. Yeah. Uh, she's left the church too, which is dope, and I'm oh, really happy she for up her. Too, man. Yeah. Holla. What up? Holla at your girl. Ooh. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing like. Oh, I knew you when we were younger, but we were religious. Yes. And now we're older. Now all these inhibitions are down, baby. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. You know? Do you want to Let's call her up right crazy. now on this podcast? <laughs> well, no, no. I, so her. she's got three kids and she's married. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, you okay. Know. Oh well. Back to polyamory. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I think I can make the argument now. Yeah. yeah. We've equipped you. Yeah. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's a crazy thing, and I'm happy to like be out of it, but I'm happy to have been in it because Mormon people are the nicest people. Yes. They always seem really nice. Bye. And yeah, just like, so nice. Super kind. Make really great food. There's lots of them. It made it hard because I could never quite wrap my head around the beliefs. Yeah. And, but she was awesome. Her family was awesome. We all played basketball. It was just like we had a great time. Yeah. And there, it was. It felt so wholesome because it was mm-hmm. so like we're family. We're hanging. We go to church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it feels good when you're Did connected. You ever, to you're that. a smash. No. Damn, man. What but you guys doing? Thing. Here's the thing. There were. <laughs> Uh, and it's not slut shaming at all, but uh, other, what? other, there were some other Mormon gals. I just didn't date a Mormon gal. That she was more on the up and up. Wait, so you're saying? Are you trying to say? That, it sounds like what you're saying that, that there were Mormon gals that smashed. Oh hell yeah! Oh okay. Yeah, okay. Rashawn, my one of my what? best friends. Buddy, uh, you're gonna name? Them? <laughs> no, Rashawn oh. Lawrence was my my oh, friend. Oh okay. He okay. dated a gal. Oh, okay. And they they smashed. Give okay. me some time. I'll track that back. I'll find out who that gal is. <laughs> Give me a little research time. Uh-huh. They always talk about the poop hole loophole. That's a uh... <laughs> oh really? Yeah, that is. Um, that's a real thing in Tec- the, for the Mormons. <laughs> it's not technically chill, but they're all like, "Oh no, it's a cool way that we can have sex." Uh... <laughs> Jeez, man. Sorry, Janine. I'm sorry. I'll tell you what. When I was a teen, I dated a Christian. And we fucked, so pick your pick your religion. We no get it. You win. Pull, pull, pull. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I didn't need it. <laughs> Dearly beloved, <laughs> we are gathered here today uh-huh. to talk about a workaround. Workaround to talk about a shortcut. Shortcut. Ooh. In the Bible. 
I like it. It's called the poop hole loophole. Amen. Brothers and sisters. Now when the time before time when God was hanging out with the devil and Jesus. Uh. And the devil said, God, God, I want to have sex. Well. And God said, I know. I know. But you can unless you're married. And then the devil said, what if I stick it in her butt, God? And God said, that's all right with me. That's a poo-poo loophole. It's the Take advantage. Yeah. I'll do it quick, man. No damage. Yeah. No damage unless you're not loose. Then they might be some damage in their poop shoes. I'm the devil. I'm hot as fuck. You know I do it and I fuck in the butt. And I, that's what's up. I strut like a chicken. You know I got the mixing. I got the fixing. And I always put my dicks in the booty hole. That's the poopy hoe, the loopy hoe, yo. I love that shit, that's my duty, yo. In my studio, I be doing yo, but that's what's up, yo. That's what's up, I love it. I'll eat that shit for fucking lunch. I don't give a motherfuck, I just get in a crunch. Brady Bunch out this motherfucking pit. I'll just hit and I can never, never stop. Yo, baby, I know Jesus doesn't want us to get freaky, you know you up on this. But I'm just saying, take a second, let's think about this. How about I wreck it from the back? Boom, the boom hole, Satan's back door. Let me get up in there and show you what for. Oh, baby, oh, baby, it's totally chill. I'll be praying to God while you get down and swill with your butt. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me bust a nut up in that butt. Hey. Yeah. Bust a nut up in that butt. Hey, hey, come and bust a nut up in that butt. Yes, it's me. I'm holy as can be. Yes, God, God, God. No, no sinning for me, but put it right in my butt. That's okay. That's what they say, because I don't give a fuck. Like, every fucking day, yes, vagina, no thanks, yes, that would be a sin, I'm not doing that shit, no, I pray up to him, I'm like, God, God, yes, I'm staying nice and pure for my husband, yes, love him, yes, you bet your bottom dollar, bottom dollar, bottom dollar, make him holler, bottom holler, bottom, bottom, bottom dollar, bottom holler, bottom, poop, your bottom, make you holler, poop, your bottom, poop, and make sure that butt yeah. is really big. I like the big butts. You can take off that wig. I like a big round booty. Oh man, you knew me. That's my favorite thing. Give me some big butt cheats and sing. I'll be squeezing.
person And you've been twerking What? I've been jerking And I've been lurking for that big butt squeezes Only with consent, of course Don't even ask me I like little booties Yes, that's fine with me no It's all the same thing Yes, cause it can fit my dangling Put that booty in that tiny booty Booty hole Want that, want that pancake butt uh. Let me tell you about it like mm, mm, what? Pour what? some syrup on it uh. And I'll dig right in Yo, give me some of that Cause it's technically not a sin Yeah no. Pancake it's booty, good. it's okay, girl. I know you ain't got the curves, but you is my world, so I will get up in there in that chocolate volcano. Trying to get with you, and God cannot say no. It's the pancake booty. Pancake, yeah, I had her. Uh, yeah. Hit that booty, then splatter with my batter. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. That's all you need. Oh, I hope my mom is listening to this episode. <laughs> Shout out to Colton's mom. Listen, we're so sorry about that. Um, really, every episode is a risk for you. It is we, a risk. We put him up to it, Colton's mom. This was all. Mm-hmm. This is actually all my fault by nah. starting with the whole uh, uh, cum. <laughs> cum blood. Starting yeah. with the whole what cum. Was the, what was the cum thing? Jizz. I did jizz. Some yeah, jizz. Yeah, we started yeah. there. My we started bad. There. I'm sorry. Well, let's. But your mom's cool. My mom's cool, man. These yeah. are, you know, sometimes cool they're moms, moms, and at first they want to be like, oh, don't tell me stuff, but. I mean, my mom's real, man. She's yeah. real. She's I, uh, she, she's like maybe doesn't want to hear certain things, but she wants to hear them. She wants to be part of it. I remember. Um, know that things are okay. I was one of my first big jobs in LA. I was doing this tour with Margaret Cho, playing music with her, and mm-hmm. like, I would not let my parents come. And finally, after like months, my mom's like, "We grew up in the '60s. We invented this shit." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was she taught? What was she talking about? Anal sex? Oh, Margaret, tons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But you're saying in general her material was like what? Like very <laughs> Margaret's or my mom's. Margaret's. And then your mom was like, Oh, don't worry, we can handle her all her jokes. Yeah, wasn't just like, Yeah, it's like this is hilarious to us. It's only uncomfortable to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. That's yeah, Margaret chose type. Yeah, it's funny when you realize your parents are adults. You're like, yeah. oh mm-hmm. fuck yeah! Oh, they were hiding a bunch of shit from me as a kid. Yeah, yeah. they were getting down. They were doing what they were doing. doing. Their thing. Yeah. Yeah. But also, my parents were young when they had me, and so now that I have a kid, I have a daughter that's almost two. You can't help but reflect or imagine what you, what your parents were doing when you were that age, yeah, and how much yeah. you like ruined their young life. Oh fuck mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> and, well, yes and no. It is what it is, you know, but that's a very real thing. I'm the firstborn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm young at a time when birth control was, like, not healthy for women. Oh, yeah. And so, wouldn't you know it, the uh, old Scots g- coming around, and they they weren't upset about it, but it wasn't necessarily the plan to do it that young. But yeah. me, with a two-year-old, the age that I'm at, I've got a good 15 years on them essentially yeah and so i think about myself at two and my dad and mom were 24 years old Damn. and so when they my dad was like yeah your mom would go to work and then i would wake up and you were asleep and i'd go like running and so they just leave me <laughs> and uh, I love but he said one day on his way back he came and i had woken up and i was like screaming and crying and he was like oh I, yeah, I won't do that anymore. <laughs> like, what, that's, this, that's you learn why the... you're so independent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That moment was where you became independent. 
Am I independent? Maybe. Well, I don't know. I I'm in well. dependence. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Like you're wearing depends. I mean, <laughs> you're shitting yourself. More or less. Yeah. You, you smell? claim dependence on your taxes. <laughs> you there we go. Mm -hmm. Tax returns. I don't do my taxes. So just got kidding. out of the Mormon thing, mm. <laughs> and then you. and Good then you got you. into improv comedy. Yeah. There um, you go. Uh, improv was my old love in high school, and then I like when I was going extra for the Mormon thing, I was like, all right, you know, I got a good job, so I'm gonna be married soon. Stop doing like any form of performing. And then uh, after, like, I came back and that's, this whole, like, breakup happened, I was like, all right, you know, fuck this. I'm going back to theater, going back to improv. Um, and then, yeah, I just, just, like, was doing a bunch of theater, worked really hard to... I worked, like, cutting lawns for a year to move to L.A. Wow. Where, you, where uh, were you living? Uh, the Bay Area. The San okay. Francisco Bay Area. Yeah. Um, and... The San Francisco Bay Area. The San Francisco Bay... Because I feel like... Not Moro. Not Moro. Not the Tampa Bay Area. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the only bays I know. But, uh... Montego Bay, not there. <laughs> um, Parrot Bay. Parrot Bay. <laughs> not there. Vodka or something? It's rum. Drink, rum? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but then, um, yeah, it's it, like comedy has sort of been this nice thing to, for me to recover from sort of finding myself what in what essentially was kind of a cult, like being cut off from the world and like being told there's things I couldn't talk about. It made talking about so many of these things like exciting and refreshing again, you know? Um, I like it. Yeah, because yeah. it's oh wow, that's so interesting. You were six months in. You were like nineteen at the time. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's when you go, right? When you turn nineteen. Th you know, I think I was twenty because I was like, I joined when I was eighteen. I had oh, to be so oh, time. You're eighteen. Yeah, so I did. But so behind. you had, but it's like you have to. You essentially submit, right, to do a mission. Yeah. Which is two years of your life where you go somewhere that they assign you. Mm -hmm. Essentially, the head of the church assigns you, right? Yeah. It's a big moment. Did you have like people there when you got the letter and stuff? I remember oh, yeah. my girlfriend's older brothers were twins. And so they, I was there. A bunch of people were at their house to open the envelope of, oh, oh you're going to go to mm -hmm. the Philippines or whatever yeah. for two years. Then you go to the training center in Provo, Utah, mm -hmm. and you, um, you learn the language. You train wherever you're going. Right? Yeah. 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 I was there for, I think, two months because they had to teach us uh, Cebuano. Uh, which was, you know, the alter, uh, an alternative Tagalog, okay. which was spoken in the region that I would be going to. Um, and, like, for two months, I was just there every day in the snow. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and it, was, it wasn't that bad. I think the weirdest thing about the Missionary Training Center, um, this okay, this, this is, like, an unsubstantiated story, okay. but I'm going to throw it out there because it's super fucking intriguing to me. Um, we, we had these windows. They were sort of like those uh, vertical windows that you push one side and they, like, sort of revolve to open. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but we found out they were like, like we found out they opened, but they were cocked shut. Like they, mm. they had sealed them. Um, and one of the missionaries in my room was like, he asked one of the people who worked there, like, what, what's the deal? And, uh, allegedly there was a lot of kids hanging themselves there because like, uh, <laughs> what's funny? No, it's <laughs> um, no, uh, it's be Dark. because like it's these... funny when people get hanged. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> Every single time. No, um, it's it, because a lot of kids that will go there, and if they're having any sort of like sexual issues, yeah. or if they're mm -hmm. not strictly straight, this is a tense situation to be in, where you're just around yep. the thing you're attracted to. So a lot of them would just instead of doing any dishonor to their family, or not wanting to go back to having no place to go to, would just do it there with like oh, bed sheets and stuff. Shit. Um, that was one of the things I was like, oh, well, fuck, okay. So that was uh, the plaque telling us when. Uh, black men were allowed to be a part of the church. That thing, 
And Could then, they still get into heaven? I don't know. I, you know, okay. The three layers of heaven for Mormons are pretty interesting. Uh, so there is your base level called the terrestrial kingdom. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is like everyone. No, actually, like murderers, the worst people in the world go there. Because that's hell. Well. Because they don't believe in a full hell or whatever. They don't, no. And and that kingdom is supposedly amazingly nice. Like, it's a beautiful paradise. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, above that, there's so like just your neighbors are assholes. Yeah, if you <laughs> just like everyone around you is hell. It's like living uh, anywhere. Actually, <laughs> everyone <laughs> around you is terrible. It's life. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then the second level is the uh, telestial kingdom, and that's where if you're a good person, but you weren't a Mormon, you weren't practicing, you go there and you can kick it, but you're like not with your family. You're just sort of solo. But it's amazing. It's sounds wonderful. Like, that sounds, sounds awesome. great. Yeah, right? That's, yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I want to be around my kids. And I feel like that's wife. kind of where we're all... Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, whatever. My family. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that's where we live right now. That's yeah. what LA kind of is, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, so those, uh, those are the different places that you could possibly go after you die. Yeah. There's The, the top one is uh, Celestial Kingdom, which is... Where you go to go to God College and then become God on your own. Mm. That's if you've been like wait, become God on your own. Yeah, you be so the the idea behind Mormonism is like after you die, you take your family with you and you go get your own planet and you start your own yeah world. Hold up, yeah, mm-hmm. what? Yes, yeah, man. What? So you're just saying there's tons of we could be a Mormon world. That's their their whole idea is that God is one of these people who did this shit, and then uh. so it's a pyramid scheme. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> it's in their doctrine and also 100% the deal in real life. Everyone gets Whoa. their own planet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, How many planets do they think there is? I mean, there's a lot of planets. There's a lot of planets. But there they're all reachable. Like, I don't understand their- Through God. Through, through God, all things God. are possible, Janine. But everyone, get gets, everyone so gets the name is God. is God like the name Sir at this point, or is everyone- Kind of, I think. Th- or is uh, like a God's name, like Alan or something. It's, it's. Are there people who have died that they're like that person became a god? Mm-hmm. Oh, there are. He oh, has a name. I mean, they 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 think like all Mormon prophets, like Joseph Smith, has probably gotten it up somewhere. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's are there other Mormon prophets? Yeah. So from him, uh, there was like a direct lineage of like who got the prophethood, and then there were certain splits Pyramid where like the polygamists scheme. came out of, and they were like, oh, we're the actual descendants of Joseph Smith. Um, but there, right now there's a prophet, uh, I can't remember, I think the one I was- Gordon was B. A, Hinckley? Gordon B. Hinckley, no, he died a while ago. He died, yeah. Um, there was Thomas S. Monson, I think he died. God, mm-hmm. these names sound made up. Why, how yeah. come they each have just the letter for their middle name? I don't know. But every, the, what Joseph Smith built into Mormonism was the idea of a living prophet. And so even after he passes, the church always has a living prophet, which means they can get- revelatory prophecy and so again they can change what was the doctrine or whatever god had said and previously yeah. as a gentile i guess um <laughs> what's the difference between say a pope and a prophet because i don't know that uh, a pope is sort of like uh i guess like a supreme court justice they're like adhering to the laws that exist um and sort of like giving their best interpretation and a prophet is a little bit more like a president or dictator who's like, you know what, we're going to fucking change this. God said this today. Uh, that sounds like a senator or oh. uh, somebody somebody who changes or makes the laws. Yeah. Yep. That would be the, yeah, that would be the, um, 
uh, that branch of the government, whatever that's called. Mm, the Congress. Yeah. There's the Congress. Yeah. The Church Congress. Uh, getting planets. <laughs> Making babies. Got my own planet. Get your own planet. Get your own planet. Got my Get own. Get your own my, planet. My planet is sweet. Get your own planet. Uh. Yeah, you know uh, it. So good. my planet's so fresh, so fly, it's dope. My planet got red skies and taupe. My planet got four suns talking about what? My planet got some big titties and a big butt. My planet got the waterfalls, it got the lakes. My planet got some big rocks and got some fakes. It's got fake rocks, cause people can't lift them. My planet's so fresh you wish that you could live inside my planet but it's only invites people who are my kids and my acolytes cause i'm a new god of my dope planet that's the fucking fact man you can't stand it my planet is cool man my planet is dope as fuck my planet is the number one in my solar system that's what's up don't step to me and my spirit kids we like flying around celestial hit that shit never quit what you want with me yo i got a family with like a billion children spirit see we just float and fly we just keep it real we're mormon as fuck dude and you know that's the deal that three-layer dip those three layers of heaven I'm mixing that shit Yo, beans, cheese, leaven That bread, that's what I said Yo, I'm weird and dumb But I don't give a fuck Going around and get you some Yo, my planet Is really big And all the bitches that they got Three tits Let me tell you about it It's pretty fucking dope Yeah it's got lots of snakes. They's like rope, except rope. they're living and talking. And oh, my planet's snap. really weird. But yo, I did all the god shit, so I got here. Oh. Also on my planet, Sundays are for fucking. And so are Mondays. And also the rest of the days, yo. Yeah. Every day. Uh, fucking. We fucking every day. Every day. Fucking every day. Fuck every day. Fucking every day. Got a lot of spirit fuck babies to make. Yeah. Fuck every day. <laughs> Every motherfucking day. Every day. day. See, on my planet, things are a little different. Yes, ooh, baby, please just, just fucking listen. Cause nobody can talk. Yes, it's silent as fuck. Yes, I think at the day it will be kind of, yeah, it'll be kind of nice to think about that nobody can say shit. It's my looper saying shit. Cause it's just looping crazy. It's your raps, your spits. Yes, they're looping right on the track. It's just kind of goofy the way technology works like that. Bring it back to my planet. Yes, here I'm gonna say it. Yes, I'm gonna plan it. Well, this is crazy. Yes, my planet like nobody talks ever again. Yes, it's always fucking dark and you don't have to have no friends. Dude, your planet sounds weak. That shit sounds bunk. Nobody's talking. My planet's in the front. It's got all this cool shit. All the Dave and Busters you ever wanted. My planet's so flaunted. My planet got a cool pair of shoes. Yo, my planet can never lose. Here's the thing, my planet's tight. Everyone gets anything they want. Everything that they want. Pick it off a tree if you want. To eat a peach. To smoke a dube. To eat.
eat a cheeseburger and watch YouTube. YouTube on my planet is tight, cause there's no commercials. Uh, Everything uh, is free. Like having a subscription. Like, like Herschel. Yeah, it's free for everyone. And we YouTube get free healthcare. Bernie Sanders is president there. Yo, my planet is pretty freaking fun. Yeah. In fact, it's really close to its sun. Oh, oh fuck, shit. we're too close. Oh god, this was a mistake. I got to take it back. I got to pump the brakes. Oh god, I'm on fire. This shit sucks. Guess this is what I deserve, cause I was a smuck. It's a planet battle. All the planets in the system. Sorry if you thought that we came here to distem. We got hot planet, quiet planet, no ads planet, David, David Buster's planet. But in 4.5 billion years, our Earth gonna fucking hit that other one. Clear your schedule if you had something that day. Cause you about to hit another planet and splay oh, the Andromeda galaxy yep. about to bust it out yep. Boom. Blast it off like a nut <laughs> we, So we start yep. where we ended yep. We ended where we start with the nuts never ended Jizz mm. Hey guys <laughs> This has been Jam Space You said jizz again Just to say jizz <laughs> Hey there, listener. Thanks so much for tuning in. This was a fun one. I know we got a little blue. I hope that's okay with you, Mom. I'm sorry, but that's how it goes. But what a cool, cool episode this was. For me, it was awesome because, you know, I know who I've heard about Mormons and you know, seen them and met them before, but it's always interesting to get a little bit more detail about what people believe and what they're into. And, and if that's not for you, that's okay. Please, please do not hang yourself. Um, and uh, feel know that there's help out there. There's people out there who are going to accept you no matter who you are, what you are, or what you want, or what you believe. And thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful day. Absolutely. Um, yeah, if you, we like to mess around and be silly, but that's true. If you feel you're young, you're old, you're whatever, you feel like there's something in you that someone's, or this culture you're in is telling you that that's not okay, know that you're not a bad person and it's okay and we can find an environment for you to thrive and uh, you're a good person and so uh, you can email jamspacepodcast at gmail.com if you need some help (laughs) I say it as a joke but for real I don't know for real it prompts you do what you need to do we're around hey friends thanks for spending this time with us as always it means so much and you know at the end of the day, life is short, pointless, we're all going to explode, so why not do what makes you happy? Why not do what you want? Find out what that is, pursue that with everything you got, and you know what? You'll find joy in some ways along the way, and you probably, you might not hang yourself, so don't. And thanks, love you. As always, thank you for listening. Um, your support means so much, and we love and support you, and we are always there for you. Um, it is not a joke what Scott was saying. Please reach out for any reason, even to say, I'm having a great day. We hope you are. Yeah. We are. Phil, do you want to say something? We say something to the one listener who's listening to oh, this right now. Cool. Do you have something you want to say to them? Hey, Greg. Um, I hope that you're doing good, and really, write that email. Tell them, tell them how you're doing can't have my email 
because uh, I got shit going on. But email jam space. Sure, sure, sure. No, uh, be you, be you. Like always, love yourself. Learn that if someone is telling you that something you're doing or feeling is wrong and that's coming from love, then like you don't need that person. Just let love be your guide. Where can people find you online? What can what can we plug here for oh, you? Yeah, um, you know what? I could always use more followers on my Instagram and my Twitter, which is uh, M Philip Korea. It's C O R R E A for that last name. Um, yeah, yeah. Find me on there. I've got lots of uh, projects on the horizon. So, oh, yeah. You got a podcast, right? Video games sometimes. <sighs> you know what? No, it's been like a year. It's dead. <laughs> I have to let that okay. dream go. Okay. Well, cool. <laughs> sometimes you have to let dreams go. Yeah, that's but true. If that's you let okay. it go, that means you were holding on to it at one point, and that's all that matters. This has been Jam Space. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs>